Good evening. It's great to have you guys here this evening as we present from our, our missions trip and our vacation Bible school, uh, two ministries that you guys have supported so faithfully in, uh, with your money as well as with your guys' prayer throughout that. So uh, the way this is going to work is we are going to have our missions trip present first. Um, we'll have a couple of people on the trip share. I will share. We have a video. After that video, we're going to start our Vacation Bible School presentation. Dennis Whitlock will share, and then I'll get to share from that as well. And then we have another video. And then after that, um, I'll pray and give you instructions for how our dinner will work tonight. So I'll start with prayer, and then uh, we'll have Daryl Painter come up. Our God and Father, we thank you this evening for the opportunity we have to encourage the body. That we get the chance to encourage this church for their faithfulness, their love, their prayers, for how you are working in their lives, and that they would um, serve the youth in, this, in the ways that they have. So God, I just pray that this would be a, a fruitful time where we can encourage the church for what they've done for us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So for our missions trip to St. Louis, we got to serve with a group called YouthWorks. YouthWorks is in a lot of different cities uh, across the country, and they kind of specialize in teen short-term mission trips. Um, I'm going to talk mainly about the different service sites that we were working at, and then the kids are going to come up and go into more detail and talk about whatever it is they want to talk about. Um, we did have... Ten teens this year, five boys, five girls, and four leaders, uh, so 14 of us, which meant we could all fit in one van when we were driving around St. Louis. That was probably a first on some of our missions trip, but that was a good thing. Um, we did have, I guess if there were any challenges, uh, we had a student get sick with good old-fashioned influenza. You remember that one? Um, but the Lord kept everybody else from getting it, and um, it wasn't that big of a, a challenge for most of us, especially since she was in the girls' dorm. Dan and I didn't have to deal with it, and I'm sure she got shown way more grace by the leaders she was dealing with there. Um, so because we wouldn't allow our group of teens to be split up and join other groups with leaders who we didn't know, um, the size of our group then, that limited us to not being able to work at some of the sites that YouthWorks uses. Um, so what that meant was our service time was mostly split between working at community gardens and a large food pantry. YouthWorks is also connected with people who have asked for help with work on their own houses and we did uh, we were able to spend a little bit of time one afternoon helping a lady paint her deck. Um, besides that, we had service duties at the church where we were staying. That included food prep and meal cleanup and building cleaning. Um, there were, I think, three other churches who brought teens there um, from around the country. And so every church had to fulfill their duties uh, like that. Um, 
So the food pantry that we worked at, we actually spent two different days working there. Uh, it's called Feed My People, and it opened in 1982. They provide long-term and emergency assistance to those in need to alleviate the effects of poverty in the St. Louis area. They actually have another location down in Jefferson County, um, which is much farther south than where we were. Um, this food pantry receives over $5 million worth of donated food, clothing, and personal care items every year. I believe what I was told is it's the largest food pantry in St. Louis. Um, they also have a thrift store that's open to the general public, and all of those items are donated by people, and all of the proceeds from the thrift store goes into uh, the food pantry and providing food and clothing for people. So because we were there two days, we were able to shift our crews around, so uh, everybody got to um, participate in either the thrift store or the food pantry part. We even got to, some of us got to distribute food to the clients themselves and interact a little bit with them. Um, Feed My People also has other programs like job counseling and job training. They have healthy family programs and they do a few other things. As I'm talking about this food pantry, some of your minds probably went to our own beacon of hope and um, you would be right, it was similar to that, only a bigger scale, and I would say much less um, focused on the spiritual side of things. This was pretty much just meeting the physical needs of people, and so um, it's something I really appreciate about our own beacon of hope, is how it's biblically based and does address the spiritual needs of people, too. Um, the other organization was called Seed St. Louis, which is a nonprofit who supports a large network of community gardens. Uh, so we were on two different community gardens, two different days, and uh, we were told this was, for whatever week this was, June 12th, um, this was the hottest June 12th week they've ever had in St. Louis on record. So we had some days hitting 100. Um, at midnight, it was 88 degrees one night. <laughs> so working outside was a challenge, but both times it was the morning hours, not real early. Could have been earlier, would have been better probably, but um, from 9 to 12 or 1 o'clock, something like that. And we did a lot of weed pulling and uh, hauling mulch and those different things, and we were able to stay cool enough. We had plenty of water, and we even had some shade on site. Um, got to meet some interesting people at these sites. Um, the second community garden was actually sponsored by First Baptist Church of Webster Groves, small Baptist church there, and it was on their property. Um, there was an older gentleman there named Cornelius, really neat guy, and uh, a lady named Florida. So we drove eight hours to help Florida, if you can imagine that. Um, yeah, so I thought overall it was a good week, and I'm excited to hear what the kids have to say. The missions trip to St. Louis was a wonderful time for both me and everyone else who had gone. It was also wonderfully hot and humid, as Daryl mentioned. Um, 
It was a blessed time for our church to be able to go out and serve in a new and diverse community alongside all the local people. Um, afterwards, when we came back, I came to realize how great and everyone, how great and loving everyone is here, and especially here in our youth group. Um, I saw what great friendships I've made here, and I thank God for that. Uh, Romans 12, 4 through 8, Paul states, For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in, in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. It is if it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. God has given each of us our gifts to help serve others and show the light of Christ. During the trip, we were able to show our gifts, whether working behind the scenes, out in the open, or with our group in the local community. We encouraged one another and grew together in Christ during our trip to Missouri. I enjoyed the time we had and hope to join future trips. Thank you. Okay, I'm Sylvia Thomas, and I'm going to be talking about a moment that stood out to me during the missions trip. Uh, at the place where we stayed, we had, uh, we were at, like Daryl said, we worked at YouthWorks, and that's where we stayed and ate and everything. So a uh, tradition that they had going on there was to wash, uh, have the leaders wash the feet of the youth group. And uh, it's really cool. Uh, it showed humility and the willingness to be a servant of God, just as Jesus had. Uh, and it was a neat idea with good motives, but not for us because we weren't mature enough to handle it, but it's okay. Uh, uh, so thankfully we took that out because during the week we had made lots of jokes about it so beforehand so thankfully that got taken out because it ended up being a really spiritual moment uh, because each leader came to us individually and prayed for us so it was just really cool just to be able to do that and then we went to each other as well and uh, just prayed for each other and there's lots of hugs and tears and there just wasn't a single dry in the entire room so I, think, I just thought that was a really cool moment and really stuck out to me, uh, and we could just feel the Lord's presence as we were there. So, yeah, that was a cool time. So, yay God, and aren't you glad? So, yeah. Grace Peterson and I was privileged to have went on the missions trip and I really enjoyed getting to see and watch and experience our youth group and myself really flourish and grow on this trip especially in our relationship with God and our friendships with each other and I also got to see them show great examples of God's love and to see our youth group and our leaders that kept good attitudes about the hot weather and the work we had to in the and what we had to work in and that really showed me how God was working in all of us on this trip. And thank you all who supported and prayed for us to go on this trip. Thank you. It really was a good time. Um, a couple of things I might need to explain. 
Aren't You Glad? Uh, St. Louis has an arch, so we had, they had a, a sharing time every morning where they had your Aren't You Glad moments. I don't remember if it was going up or down, but uh, they would share moments that they were pleased with on that day, so that ex just to explain that. Aren't you glad? Um, the, the teaching time on the week focused on Romans chapter 12. Um, it is a challenging passage, and it's such a beautiful passage as well. It walks you through what are the, the characteristics of a, a faithful Christian life. What, what, is, what is going on in your life? What, what things are going to be present? And so throughout the week, we got a lot of opportunities to, to look at this passage, partially because um, one of the, the challenges we faced, one of the unexpected challenges, was that YouthWorks had a lot of their, their work sites get canceled or doubled up for work, or teams. And so we had a lot of extra time. And so we took some of those times and said, hey, we're just going to go spend some time trying to get through Romans chapter 12. And it was uh, a really, um, it was a good time. It is, it is always a blessing to be able to uh, open up God's word. It's a blessing to be able to do it with, with kids, students, almost adults. Um, but it's also even more so a blessing when the kids are wanting to do that as well. And um, one of the things that we, we got to start doing is uh, at the end of the week, I knew we weren't going to get through all of Romans 12, so I asked all the kids, all right, here's your passage. I want you to study it, and you're going to teach it to the rest of us. And so they... they they immediately just latched onto that and started studying the word with each other and preparing how to teach us that text. And we're, we haven't gotten to do that yet, but we're going to, uh, at some point this summer, get to hear how they, they understood the text. Um, one of the challenges, uh, there were a number of challenges we didn't plan on. We, we lost a leader the day before. Roger Schaefer was going to come with us, tested positive for COVID the day before. Uh, we had a sick kid, record temperatures, and then uh, just some value differences, I think, with some of the other groups that were there and even with YouthWorks was, was a challenge we didn't expect. We really wanted to study God's Word, and that didn't seem to be as big of a, um, a focus for a lot of the other groups. And so that was a challenge we got to face, and I'm just so thankful for the leaders that came on this trip that really, even in the times where we were almost rolling our eyes, like, come on, let, let's, let's study the word, guys, and, and to have, be able to share that with my leaders, and then for us to then step aside and say, hey, we're going to go do this, we're going to go study the word, and so I'm just thankful for a, a group that was flexible um, and just willing to, to want to study God's word that week, knowing that it was why we were there. Um, this team served really, really well. It's always nice to go into a worksite knowing I don't have to worry about these kids working hard. I don't have to worry about whether or not they're going to be a, a, a good testimony because these kids really are. And it's ultimately a testimony to you as parents, spiritual parents, Sunday school teachers, pastors um, who have spent so much time in discipling these kids as they've grown up. But it really is a blessing for me, who's ultimately still pretty new at all this and new to these kids even, um, to just walk in and be like, Things are going to go really well because these kids are on my trip. And so thank you for that. Thank you for praying. Thank you for giving to the trip. It was actually, uh, you guys were so generous that nobody had to spend a single dollar to go on the trip. And so that's a, a huge blessing to these kids and to me as well to know that 
Um, you guys are invested, not just in word, but in deed, into the lives of these kids. So thank you for that. Um, one story, I think. Uh, we found out on, on Thursday that YouthWorks does have a tradition of foot washing. Uh, that is not comfortable for me, nor was it for our leaders. And so we, we talked about it and said, how do we want to use that time in a profitable way? And what we opted to do is, as uh, Sylvia mentioned, the leaders went around and we prayed for all the students. And um, it was a, a really powerful time, but what was more significant to that is not that, not that we just got to serve the kids, but pretty soon the students started praying for each other. And they went around and praying for each other. And then so the students started going to the leaders and praying for the leaders. And it was just a, a really special time where God was working in our hearts. And we got this really cool spiritual high moment where God was, I think, really uh, clear and present to us in that moment. Um, we got to remind the kids, hey, this is a really cool moment, but we don't want to forget what the moment is about. It, was, it wasn't about the spiritual high moment. It wasn't about the, the trip. It was about the person, the person of Jesus Christ who died for us and who brought us together and who has changed our hearts so that we could pray to one another, pray for one another. Not, we didn't pray to one another. Uh, pray for one another on this trip. And so it was a, a really special time, and I am thankful for each of you and how you've ministered to me personally on this trip. So thank you, each one of you, for that. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to watch a video. It's fairly long. Um, it's a picture slideshow over a week. Um, so we'll watch that. And then, uh, Dennis, when that's over, uh, you can come up and, and share about Vacation Bible School.
after, <clears throat> after everything I saw you do, I'm too tired to do anything else, but I do have a few uh, rows in my garden, a few things that uh, would be glad look like you're all prepped and everything, so uh, that's good. Well, it may be obvious, I'm not one of the teens, and uh, so we need to get that straight right out at the very beginning here, but um, we're so blessed as a church um, to have teens and, and so many kids. You go to so many churches and uh, their hair are my color in uh, balding back here and everything. Uh, we are very blessed and we thank you for uh, representation you kids uh, make here and, and out in the community and your school and homeschooling and, and everything. Kids, teens, what a blessing. Those, those things, that's the future. That's the future of our church, those two things. And that should be all of our desire to do everything we can to not only our own kids, not only our grandkids, but neighbors, uh, whatever, uh, try to get them involved um, in things of the Lord because it's not gonna happen on its own usually because there's too much against us with TV and, and fast, you can get answers too quick for most things that, where they think it's fun and stuff. So we, we really need to pray for our kids, but we also as adults, we need to go out and young people, you're even better yet at, at, at that than us. You're the best ambassadors that a church could ever have um, as far as bringing other, other people in. I would like to thank Pastor Dan and Sarah for the Bible school that they did this year. The dust hadn't even cleared yet from their program that they did their mission trip up there. In fact, Pastor Dan, you notice he had his sleeves rolled up. He hadn't had a chance to even roll them down and roll them back up again before he had to get involved in Bible school here. So I don't think his feet had even warmed up or cooled off yet from that heat out there before we put him to the fire here. Our children and teens are all, are all so very important to our church and to God, as I said. And I just want to read in Luke 18, 15 through 16, and it's a verse all of you know, but it's just, as the heading in my Bible says, Jesus blesses the little children. Some people brought their babies to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. The disciples saw them and scolded them for doing so, but Jesus called the children to him and said, let the children come to me and do not stop them because the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. So we know that God felt that children are, are extremely important. I wanna just talk about the teens trip for just, a mo for just a moment. What a great learning experience. Um, you're away from home, you've got decisions to make. Um, you, you get to interact with uh, other people your age. They got to serve a community. They got to serve the Lord. And we often hear that from that kind of thing, they'll have a Christian experience that changes their life, um, maybe for the rest of their life even, even if it's just a little part of their life, it's part of a growing process. And so um, I wanna thank the teens, and I wanna thank the leaders that that went, and I want to thank the church for being a sending church to, to go out and, and do that kind, of, that kind of thing. Again, a lot of churches couldn't field this kind of a situation. I'm going to go to Bible school now. We got to see our own church kids, ones that are here every Sunday. 
What an amazing thing. These children know so much. Their answers to questions, amazing. Lots of times you think, did that come from that four or five or six, whatever the age was, way beyond their age lots of times. And I want to say way to go parents, because that doesn't just happen. They have come from good parents that have made sure that they got good training at home and, and grandparents, and so uh, our church owes every one of them a lot of gratitude. And uh, again, it's such an important thing in, in their life to have this kind of thing. Now then we also had children, and, and I was asked to talk about some things that were highlights that I thought of Bible school. One was watching the kids, watching the kids, their enthusiasm, and again, their answers to questions that they had. And, uh, but then we had ch uh, children here that came from unchurched families that had little to no, little to no understanding of the Bible at all. I, I think of a girl um, a year ago when we had Bible school, I said something to her about Jesus and she stepped back and she said, oh, you swore. That's all she knew about Jesus. That's the only thing she ever knew was that you shouldn't say that word. And that was, she was being serious. Um, but these kids that came, and, and I'm thankful for the people that brought them, they got to hear a lot. They got to interact with a lot of the other children, and so that was a very good thing. But I want to just talk about one boy, and several of us got to hear this. And again, this was an unchurched young boy, and he, one of his questions was, why did Jesus have to die? Another question was, where is hell? Another question, where is God? Another question, what is sin? Now sometimes those questions were asked, answered by Pastor Dan, sometimes it was answered by a leader or a teen. Teens were so good in, in working with us, and I'll mention that again. But sometimes it was answered by real young children, maybe four, five, six years old would answer those questions, you'd think, wording was right on. They've been to theological training here and stuff. Wow, that was, and, Kids learn really well from other kids. That is, uh, ha having been a former teacher, um, I would have students sometimes teach some of the other kids, and they did such a good job, such a good job. Of that. It was non-threatening, really, that way lots of times. So again, um, I want to just thank parents for getting them here, and grandparents for getting them here, and Pastor Dan and the youth leaders. I want to thank the Sunday school teachers. Some of this goes back a little ways, but actually our Sunday school teachers, Awana teachers, for all the time that they've spent in getting the children to where they are today. You know, we never know when a song, when a prayer, a Bible lesson, a Bible verse, council time, discussion time, time with friends in crafts, gym, and snack time, you never know when that will affect somebody. Maybe a little, maybe a lot, but it can change that person's time. And by the way, those were the different areas we went through, the ones I just mentioned. Those were the different sessions that they, they went to. And each was kind of a building block kind of a thing. All these activities were fun and a way for the kids to listen to Pat, in a way to um, find out different things about the Lord and about the Bible. But I especially enjoyed, one of my other things that I especially enjoyed in the Bible school 
was watching the kids when Pastor Dan was uh, going through the lessons. They listened, they learned, but they also asked questions. And they interacted at times, and the, and the, the uh, material that he used was, was very good, was very good for any age group uh, there. That was, it was done very well. They got to interact and learn a lot more about God's word. Again, you never know, you never know when someone at Bible school or on a mission trip will make something that they did there will make an impact on them or somebody else that they're around. You never know when something you did, didn't do, say, whatever, might make an impact on that other person. Um, I want to take time to thank the, our teens. They spent, I have no idea how many hours, but setting up for Bible school, there was a lot of stuff. Just up here in the bell, up here on the stage up here, it was piled about that high with all, if you weren't here, with all the greenery and everything. And I expected when it came time for cleanup, late at night, there'd be like a suction going out the door out there, the people rushing out real quick. But some of the rooms we never even had to go back to. They had things all cleaned up, uh, carrying stuff back and forth. And so those of you that setting up, cleaning up, or whatever, um, that, was, that was very appreciated. Monday, last Monday, I was working at Beacon of Hope. I heard somebody humming a song, and I thought, where have I heard that song before? Hmm. Oh, yeah, Bible school. And I thought, where is that song coming from? Hmm. Tom Moldenhauer. I don't know if Tom Moldenhauer is in here, but Tom Moldenhauer. He was a helper at Beacon. That song had stuck in his mind, and so he was humming it. I don't know what verse he was on at the time he was humming it, but he was... He was humming a song. Now, the dance motions are something else. When we did the <laughs> songs, there were dance motions. And um, if they weren't so memorable, if you were watching Tom Oldenhauer and guys like me that age, that wasn't so memorable unless you wanted some uh, comedy kind of thing. And I was going to actually do one, but my wife had said, no way, no way. <laughs> um, she even wore a dark dress because the red, anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I, I did them, but they were rather stiff, and so, um, but we tried, we did try. The last thing, um, again, I want to emphasize our young people, how important they are. I encourage everyone, every one of us, I don't care your age, to consider working in some way with our children. It's lots of times the same people over and over again, and we'll hear people say, I couldn't do it, I couldn't do it. God has given a all of us um, skills and talents. It may not be the singing, it may not be the dancing, uh, the, the actions kind of a thing, uh, but no matter what your age, there are things you can, you can do and you should volunteer to, to try to help. Um, give those gifts, use those gifts for some children's ministry, and we have a lot of children's ministries um, that could certainly use that. Um, we should even seek out children from our family, friends, and I mentioned that before, and neighbors, and invite them to come. I would just love nothing more than to see rows just filled with, with our young people. And again, we are very, very blessed, but we do have to, we, do, we are expected to go out and, and do that. I want to use this as an example. We had a grandpa that brought a teen in here to work. 
on for Bible school. They were probably here at 5.30, they were done at 8.30, but lots of times here beyond that. He waited that whole time for that young person to come and make sure that he makes sure that person is here, that young person is here for most all kinds of activities. There was a grandma that was here for Bible school. Half the time that, um, I have to be careful I say this, but I'll have to leave part of that out, I guess. The lady actually got in and did some of the actions and stuff with us. That wasn't easy for sure. She was in a lot of pain. She made sure her grandchildren were, were here. They had not heard hardly anything from the Bible before, but she was doing what the Lord asked us to do. She was trying to make sure that those kids uh, were here. And I applaud people like that, that uh, they could easily say, I'm not of that generation. That's for the younger younger generation, but it's for all of us. It's for all of us to try to um, try to work to get our kids in here. And last, I just want to say we need to invest our efforts in getting kids into our youth programs. Um, it's easy to for a child to say, I don't want to go, and we're a lot more in the generation now that moms and dads say, okay, you don't want to go, you don't have to go. Um, that is part of a learning process. As parents, even if kids say, I don't want to go, we need to stand up. We're the parents. We're the grandparents. We need to stand up and say, you will go. And uh, I'm a real good example of that, where I didn't want to go at times and stuff. And my folks did go. In fact, I was so frightened that my dad would, would be a little physical with me if I didn't. But nowadays, I am so thankful that he used that kind of love to make sure that I came. So. Again, thank you all of you that were involved in those programs, leaders and, and so on, and teens, I can't, again, express enough. Watching you work and those that, that made sure that they had each had jobs and stuff. Um, along with that, and this is my last thing, you'll never know how the younger ones, like I work with four, five, and six-year-olds, they like to emulate what they see the older teens do. And so you don't realize what you're being here you're getting up in front, you're doing things. The littlest ones were over here. They all wanted to be these two girls up here doing the leading up here and stuff, not me, but they wanted to. And so, again, um, thank you, all of you that were involved in that. Appreciate it very much. I get to be up here again, so that's too bad for you. Our Vacation Bible School, I think, was a phenomenal success. We had um, 79 kids uh, on the second night and about uh, 68 on the other night, so that night was particularly high, but uh, at least 79 kids uh, heard the gospel every night. And so we're just um, really thankful for the opportunity we had to do that. And thank you to the volunteers uh, who I was commenting to somebody, probably my wife, it's so nice to be in a church where even where I don't feel like things are going very well, that we have such good volunteers uh, um, that things are just going to turn out better than I expected. And so I am so thankful for you guys as volunteers um, who have spent so much time and energy into this um, in donating and praying for our Vacation Bible School. There were so many kids that got to hear the gospel. Uh, our memory verse was Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, 
Let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And so our kids from four and five all the way up to sixth grade memorized those verses over the three days. And our teaching time was centered on that as well. And so I, I looked at three ways that Jesus was the founder and the perfecter of our faith. We, we looked on the first day how Jesus was the perfect Adam, where how in the first Adam, sin entered the world, but through the second Adam, Jesus, sin was finally dealt with. On the second day, we looked at Jesus as the second Moses, where Moses was this great prophet, this great leader who delivered God's people. Jesus was the perfect Moses, who was God with us, under Moses, people had to come to the tabernacle or come to the, through the temple to come into the presence of God, and they couldn't do it fully. There was a, a veil that blocked that, and when Jesus was crucified, the veil was torn, and people could dwell with God, and God could dwell with his people. Now, on the third day, we talked about uh, King David, the great king of Israel, and how Jesus was the perfect David, the, the son of David who would sit on the throne forever. And so I was... Um, I taught those to the kids, and uh, I dumbed it down for you guys, but not so much for the kids. And on the third day, I, I was surprised by God's word as I was teaching these kids. I had, I had set this up this way, and I had missed it in my preparation, but as I read Revelation 21, I, I want to share with you what God revealed to me as I was talking to four- and five-year-olds. Revelation 21, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, and I would pause here and say, who's on the throne? It's King Jesus who's on the throne. This is Jesus saying, behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. I'm like, dwelling place where did we learn about the dwelling place well that's what we learned in the moses lesson moses gave us the uh, we talked about how jesus was the dwelling place or jesus sometimes i glitch in my head and i'm trying to i move my hands in in that in that story we talked about how um god wanted to dwell with his people but people couldn't dwell with god because of sin but god through the gospel removed what separated us from God. And here, Jesus is dealing with that finally. Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. And so it tied in to the Moses story. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall be their mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. And he who has sitting on the throne, Jesus said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also, he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, it is done. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. And it just fits so well with all three stories. And I hadn't even planned it that way, but God has working so that I could read that in front of four and five-year-olds and be just so moved by his word uh, on three days. I, 
and was such a blessing to me. He is the perfect Adam who dealt with sin. He is the perfect Moses who allows us to dwell with God forever, and he is the perfect king who sits on the throne and reigns forever. And that's what I got to share with kids on that week of VBS. And guys, if you were able to serve in that, thank you so much. If you didn't serve this year, we look forward to having you serve with us next year. It is such a blessing, and we will find a spot for you. If you don't want to dance with Dennis, that's okay. We'll find a different place for you. And we really do appreciate all people and all giftings in that ministry. Thank you so much for your investment in our kids, in this church, and in, in your families. So I'm going to pray. Uh, we have a Vacation Bible School video, and then I'll come back up, and then um, I'll share with you uh, how we're going to depart for dinner. Dear Jesus, thank you for this group. Thank you for this church. Thank you for your gospel. God, we are so thankful for the opportunity we had to share your good news with people who need to hear it. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
All right, so the way this is going to work is uh, I'll pray, and then we'll go out those doors. Uh, there's food in the gym. Uh, I'm sure that'll be clear as to how we're supposed to get our food. Most of us know how to get food. I know pretty well how to get food. Um, if you have any questions, you can ask me. Were they doing the motions back here? <laughs> Next time, we'll make them come up and do it for us. Would someone like to come up and pray for Chris Ordway? John, would you come up? Father, we have, many of us, been praying fervently for Chris, and I personally have been wanting to hear how he's been doing, so this is difficult news. Oh, I pray that you'll come alongside our brother, that you'll protect him even while he's in the hospital with discouragement, keep his eyes focused on you and you alone. I pray for Lori. I pray for Grayson and Anna. I pray that you would be with Bev and the rest of the family, that they would trust in you. So if you would be pleased, we ask that you would turn this thing around. But we don't know what you want in Chris's life. And we praise you that he's such an example of one who loves you and longs for you. And I just ask, Lord, that you would um, wrap him and the whole family in your arms in a special way that you would provide comfort, that you would provide strength, that you would provide the true hope that they're all clinging to. So for Chris and for the Ordway family, we cry out to you that you would do a special work. In Jesus' name. Thanks, John. Um, I'll pray, and then you'll be dismissed to go to the gym. And if you have any questions for the kids or anyone who's volunteered at BBS, that's, that'd be a good time for that as well. Our great God and Father, once again, we are thankful for the gospel that changes hearts. God, I'm thankful for the way the gospel has worked in the hearts of our students over the missions trip and then through our volunteers at the Vacation Bible School. God, what a blessing it is to, to live in a community where people treasure the pearl of great price. God, I just pray that um, these would be great launching points for gospel growth, for gospel community, and, go and a greater love for you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You guys are dismissed.